This episode is brought to you by mybookie.ag, the funnest place to place your bets. Guys, we got fights almost every single weekend. We got March Madness coming up here in about a week or two. We are having a blast over at mybookie.com. You can be a part of that, mybookie.ag rather, I apologize. Uh, you can be a part of that fun. You can be a part of all that fun by clicking the link that's in our description box right below wherever you're listening to this. Uh, I do apologize. There will be no uh, YouTube version of this show as I'm recording it um, out of my studio. I'm not able to to record it. But, guys, mybookie.ag, it's very, very simple. You deposit the money. You place the bet. You win. You get paid. Mybookie.ag. This episode is also brought to you by Soldier Socks, uh, the best socks in the game. You buy a pair of socks, they send us a pair of socks to a service member in need. How much better does it really get than that? I don't think it does, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think it does. Not for the quality that you get, the amazing customer service behind it, and the great family that is operating Soldier Socks. Um, it's super easy. You guys go to SoldierSocks.com, S-O-L-E-D-I-E-R, Socks.com or just go to the link in the description below. You guys use code CAM10 and just because you get a discount does not mean the service member does not still get their um, their socks just because you got a good discount. So, hey, it's a win-win. Soldiersocks.com, check them out. This episode, last and but not leastly, is brought to you by B-Town CBD. B-Town CBD is providing this show with all of our CBD needs. We got capsules, we got flour, we got all kinds of shit up in the CBD route. Guys, it's at B-Town underscore CBD on Instagram if you want to check them out. When you go on over to the website, they make it super easy for you. Bing, bang, boom. It's right there on the front page. You click what you want, how much you want of it. Boom, checkout's easy. In the special instructions for delivery, or special, um, there's a little box at the end of checkout. It says special um, instructions for delivery or for your order. Put code C-A-M-W, CAMW. Uh, put that in that box, and that will automatically save you 20% off all orders, $19.99 or more. And you guys can get the healing. If you guys have questions about the healing, Hit your boy up. You can uh, DM me at Cam Williamson Official, or you can go straight to the source at B-Town underscore CBD on Instagram. Let's get into it. So you're telling me there's a chance. Hello friends and welcome back to this episode of the Road to Redemption podcast. It's ya boy, Cam. We back in this bitch and uh, we're having a great time. If it sounds fancier... If it sounds like this podcast has really gotten fancy, it's because your boy is drinking a Perrier water. So fuck with me if you want. Uh, Perrier got me feeling fancy. Uh, let's jump right into it. 
let, let, let's talk let's talk about all these important issues that are out there in the world, you know, people giving a fuck about and everything. Everything like this. Alright, look. Guys, Malaya 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 Obama was caught at the age of twenty years old drinking wine at a party with, with her friends. I don't know if mother and father Obama were there or not. I highly I doubt it. But guys, guess what? Don't give a shit. If you would catch any person, really any normal person that hasn't drank by the time they're 20 years old, guess what? You're either probably super religious or drinking had a bad connotation in your mind and that was just something you didn't do because you saw a family member um, or a loved one close to you really, really hit the bottle hard and you just decided that was something you, that wasn't for you. Other than that, I think you're running the mill people drank before we're 20. And it's, it's, it's not big news. Now, what is, what is big news? Uh, the, this Jussie Smollett guy, oh boy, did he fuck up, uh, I'm actually sitting here looking at it right now on my TV, on, on old Fox News here, old conservative, conservative TV, sitting here watching, uh, Jussie Smollett get his stupid ass ripped away from every source of stardom or spotlight he ever created for himself, because now the FBI is investigating the death threat letter as a hoax, as a hoax, because he hired a, 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 a well, I don't know what you call them, a pair, a set of brothers. Um, they are biological brothers, two Nigerian brothers. He hired two massive Nigerian brothers to stage a beating of him in sub-zero temperature in the middle of Chicago and then just made this whole story up that two white guys wearing MAGA hats beat his ass and called him this and called him that and, and guys none of it is true <laughs> I called it early I said it quick I said it fast I said I'm calling bullshit on this one I do not for any reason there's just there's too many things that I've seen that lead me to believe that, that that this is sketchy. This is not as it should be. Um, Justice Smollett is going to... Ooh, I'll tell you what. If somebody in a lot of different communities don't start really, really getting on his ass after this one, like he should, he should have to come out now publicly, just as publicly as he tried to make all this, he should come out now and go, I was wrong, this is why I did it, this is what I did, and show that he's a hateful piece of shit that is trying to, I mean, literally, that's the epitome of, like, racism. He's trying, almost terrorism, like, you're trying to get a specific group of people angry at another specific group of people over a complete false story that has to do with racial division. It's fucking wrong. It's fucking wrong. I don't, there's nothing that anyone can tell me that rationalizes why he did that. It doesn't matter. That shit is fucking wrong. And he's being investigated by the FBI. 
a grand jury has taken his deal. That man is going to get prosecuted. Unless something absolutely insane comes out that shows that somehow he wasn't lying, which I don't think is possible at this point, he should be prosecuted the way that two people who, who did a hate crime and a racial crime should have been persecuted. He should now get that. He should go to prison for trying to make it seem like, you know, there's this racial divide. He should. I don't know. that Him going to prison might be a little tough, but he should for sure be made a serious, serious example out of. I don't know what's going to happen to him, but oh boy, he really, really, uh, he pushed the push the envelope on that one um let's more more people who uh are out there doing dumb shit takashi 69 the rapper who famously tattooed uh 69 on his face and makes the ever so popular song i think it's called stupid let me see if i can find like 30 seconds of it if you guys haven't ever found uh takashi 69 you're really not missing much it's just absolute, absolute filth. Uh, I'm not even going to try to look it up. He's not worth getting pulled off a of fucking SoundCloud for. But he's a rapper. If you want to look him up, look him up. Google him. He looks like a jackass. He's got rainbow hair, rainbow teeth, 6'9", tattooed on his face. He's got all kinds of shit tattooed on his face. I think somebody said he's got um, Takashi 6'9". Somebody said he's got, like, the saw the the doll what do you call that guy the um oh, i'll never remember what his name is the the saw dude the little doll thing i guess he's got him riding on a tricycle like on the side of his face I, 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 and the kid's only like 19 years old tattooed all over his hands six nine six nine on his neck got a bunch like okay so what he is he's a part of the Treyway crew which is a, uh, a gang out of New York, and they're actually a legitimate gang. They're very dangerous individuals. Um, he's a part of that. Goes to prison after being told multiple, multiple times by different agencies that have different um, letters of the alphabet, CIA, FBI, whatever. Tells them, uh, hey, Takashi, or what, what's, what's your real fucking name, something, um... Let me see. Hold on. Give me one second. I'll look it up. Because it's something like super basic. He's got a super... Daniel Hernandez. Alright, look. Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Stop getting on Instagram telling people that you're about to go shoot this shit up. And then going and shooting said shit up. That's dumb. The FBI and the CIA are telling you. We know what you're doing. We see what you're doing. We know who you're doing it with because you keep videotaping it. Stop. Or I'm going to have no choice but to fuck you. And what did they do? Came in, said, hey, Takashi, let's have a chat. You're going to prison for the rest of your life because we have all the charges we told you we have on you and we have all the evidence. Takashi started to roll like a like a rolling pin, man. He he told on everybody. Now they're saying he's not going to go to jail. Um, he's going to get put into WITSEC. All kinds of other stuff. Like, how are you going to put that man into WITSEC? I'm sure 
Um, <coughs> I'm sure Takashi Six Nine, um, you know, has the money to get those tattoos and stuff taken off of his face. But you're not gonna not look at that guy and go, "Oh, you're Takashi Six Nine, or you were." Where are you going to hide him? You literally would have to take him out of the United States. And even then, you would have to go through all of his marketing analytics to find out where he's not that big. Put him there. Especially if he's not going to take the fucking tattoos off. So it looks like he is going to serve some jail time um, from everything I keep seeing. Takashi 69 will reportedly enter witness protection after serving his sentence. He was originally facing a minimum of 47 years in prison. Uh, might be looking at the witness protection program post-jail. He was originally facing a minimum of 47 years behind bars, but his sentence could be much shorter if he continues to cooperate with investigators. He snitched. He snitched. And guess what? You're dealing with some of the most dangerous people that are coming out of New York. They're going to find you, Takashi. They're going to kill you. Like, what are you doing? This, this just a complete, this is a complete example of a person who is a just waste of life. Just completely took a life that was worth everything and had tons of potential and it could have been anything. And just completely wasted it. For what? Gang violence and Instagram talks and, and, and followers and all this shit. Now this young kid, 19 years old, I think he is, is going to go to prison and then have his identity stripped away from him because of the amount of shit that he got himself in. Well, Takashi, you really fucking screwed the pooch on that one, didn't you? And, and talking about gang violence and gang members and, and all this kind of stuff, I, I put an interesting connection together, right? Let, let's talk gangs. Bloods, Crips, those are the two biggest ones. There are many others, MX-13, um, Gangster Disciples, you got all of them. There's tons of them out there. The biggest ones are obviously the Bloods and the Crips. What colors do the Bloods and the Crips use uh, when they're fighting? Uh, that would be red and blue. What colors do Republicans and Democrats do? Oh, that's red and blue too. Okay, um... By the way, what's the biggest rule, really, in the Bloods and the Crips? Oh, hey, you don't come on my turf. You don't take my geographical location. This is my geographical location. What are we doing now with the polls? You're going, hey, this is a red state. This is a blue state. This is a red state. This is a blue. we got organized gangs. Democrats versus Republicans. People are out in the streets beating each other. And, and doing just senseless, senseless things. And we're literally... And then you'll turn around and put a blood or a crip gang member in prison for selling pounds of weed. But then the Republicans and the Democrats will send people to people's doorsteps to beat the shit out of them and their families. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just swept under the rug. Being labeled as uh, shoddy government. Y'all, people need to wake the fuck up. People need to wake the fuck up and see what's really going on here. It's nothing but when you give certain, again, I'm saying certain people that much power 
you have old, crusty ass, not really that progressive people sitting in huge positions of power. They're out for one thing, power and money. That's all they care about. And once they get super deep and they owe a bunch of favors and they're doing all this and they're doing all that and they've stuck their foot in their mouth and somebody helped them get out of it, it's, guys, you're being manipulated. You're being manipulated to believe that any of these people give a fuck about you. Guys, one of the Covington boys is suing the Washington Post for $250 million because of some red, blue, Trump, MAGA, hate, racism, bullshit. This kid is about to win $250 million if he wins. But, again, when it all happened, the, the blue side sent all their fucking dummies over to the red side and, and told him to go blow his spot up. That's gang violence. We just call that a, a fucking shootout. We call that a drive-by. In the streets. That's what the Bloods and the Crips would call it. A fucking drive-by. Kathy Griffin and her dumbass on, on Twitter is saying that this kid should be hexed and, kill, and demolished from this earth. Kathy Griffin's a fucking adult. Talking about a kid that way. What the fuck? And she's not the only one. There's a thousand of these fucking morons out here on Twitter that are talking about, oh, well, Jesse Smollett, stay strong, my brother. And Man, fuck you. Fuck you. From what everything looks like right now, if you fucking stand with that Jesse Smollett, you're a fucking racist. You're a fucking racist. Because you're, you're choosing to ignore what is actually going on, and be angry with a white MAGA, but it's not fucking true. Because guess what? People don't do that kind of shit anymore. There's people that, yes, do I believe racism exists? Yes. I think that some people, again, if you're walking down a dark street at fucking midnight, and a white dude walks across a black dude, he might have a thought that that black dude's going to try to kick his ass and mug him. Is that right? No. But let's be real, the black dude's probably thinking the same thing about the white dude. Like, man, this little white guy is about to beat my ass and take my wallet. It's, it's situational. It's not because of actually anything to do with the color of that person's skin. If you ever get put into a situation that is threatening, you're just not going to think good things about the person standing across from you. It's like getting into a fist fight and then me not noticing the fact that what the other person looks like. You're going to. And then for a while, you're going to have a bad connotation of people like that. Perfect example, Liam Neeson. Then you grow the fuck up. You stop fist fighting people. You stop walking down alleys at 2 a.m. because you're drunk. You stop doing shit like that. And then you realize nobody's bad. Yes, there are bad people, but black people are not bad. Mexican people are not bad. Arabic people are not bad. White people are not bad. It's just that there are shitty people, and the less that you put yourselves into a wild situation, the less you're going to face wild shit. It's pretty easy, I think. And when I looked at the red and blue and and all that kind of shit, 
I was almost mind blown how how similar the Bloods and the Crips are to the actual um, the actual gang violence. It's just absolutely unreal. I, I cannot believe it. Um, let's see what else we got here, and I'm going to wrap it up. This will be a short podcast this week. Um, I was thinking, there's always the question. There's always the question. Do you, is the love that you have for your spouse, is that the same that you have for your kids? I know it's, skirt, we brought all the other shit to a grinding halt. Subject change. Let's make it very deliberate so it didn't seem like I just fucking peeled off out of nowhere. And I was thinking, I think that in a sense, you always kind of have to love your spouse a little bit more only because without your spouse, your kids don't exist. And when you stop loving your spouse, you get a divorce and then, yes, your kids become your everything. They are. They're, they, and your kids are your everything. But I think when you're in a... Okay, maybe it's not more. Maybe saying the word more is, is what's fucking it up because it just doesn't seem right. I think that when... I think it's very different when you have a child with a person that you genuinely love with all of your heart I think that ramps up the love you have for your child as well. When you have a child that is made out of the perfect, the most purest form of love, I think you have a whole different appreciation for that child when when you're looking at them and they're half of you and half of this person that you love. And I think sometimes that's why divorce and that's why... um, you know, things like that are so tough on children because there is, especially in the beginning, there's a lot of hurt, there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of stuff like that. And when you look at that child that, you know, you've been divorced from their parent, you look at them and you love them so much and you don't love them any less than the child you have with your current spouse. But you're like, man, I have so much to do. I have so much to make up for. I have so much time to... To, to get to know you and fall in love with you all, you know, in everyday circumstances, you know, fall in love. with I, I, I never realized you would fall in love with someone watching them brush their teeth until I watched my three-year-old really brush her teeth for the first time. And I helped her do that. And I, I fell further in love with my three-year-old. And, you know, then I got to take her to a jump zone and all these new experiences. You fall in love with your kids more and more and more every single day. And when you don't get to see them every single day. That's very difficult. So I guess that's really the difference. It, it's the time that you get to spend. The time is very different. The time is very different when you have a child with uh, the person that you're married to and that relationship is healthy. I think that time spent with your child is, is much more... I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe it's just because for the first time I'm seeing what it's like for a child to react to me when I've been around them every day. And I'm like, man, this is so nice. You know, I don't have to, I'm not starting two steps back every time, you know, we see each other. Where with my three-year-old, sometimes it's like that. But as I've been seeing her more, it, it hasn't been. She's been pretty quick to to know what's up and knows she loves her dad and knows who her dad is and She's excited to spend time with me and stuff. So 
Yeah, I was thinking about that. You know, I've, I've heard some people ask before, like, do you love your kids more? Or do you love your spouse more? And at first thought, I was like, well, I would definitely have to say that you love your your spouse more than your kids because if your spouse in your relationship falls to shit, your kid's relationship is going to suffer. So you have to love your spouse enough to hold it together, hold life together and, and go through life's tough times together the most so you can have the happiest, healthiest family you can in the end. But at the same time, you're doing that for the kids. So I don't know, not always. Not always. I guess that's your intention. If your intention is to have a the happiest, healthiest marriage in the world, and that's because you love your significant other and you think that they deserve that, well, then that has nothing to do with your kids. And then if you're trying to give your kids the best world and the best life possible because of the love you have for them, I think you just have um, a bucket with no bottom and you're pouring love into it, you know, I, I don't think one has to really do with the other, and sometimes that's okay, you know, sometimes we start a thought thinking that things have to be so black and white, deliberate, not deliberate, is this what it is, is this what it's not, and sometimes you can just go, hey, those two things have nothing to do with one another, but if nothing else, at the end of that that thought, I know, I know how much I love my family, and um, and I, you know, I'll encourage you guys to do the same thing. Take an inventory of the people in your life and see where they see where they land, see where you land with them, see how are you trying harder than they are to make this relationship work and is it time to to think of another option? Is it who are you really doing things for? That's a really really great way to uh move forward in life is when you start to kind of clean up the the dead ends and you start trimming away things that don't really serve you and that don't really don't really bring value and fulfillment to your life. Those are the days that you can really sit down and start to change your life. And I hope that all of you guys will start to do that. Um, it's a lot of fun. I love to self-evaluate. I actually enjoy finding times of stress in my life now because then I know that I'm going to learn some sort of lesson from it. And I, I, I'm addicted now to finding the lesson in all things. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I really appreciate you guys um, hanging out with me for a little bit. I, I think this episode's going to be a little bit shorter. It doesn't tell me again how long I've been recording. But I'm guessing we're probably somewhere around 20-some minutes. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Guys, please support the sponsors. Um, they support me. And uh, we hope that you know they support you when you guys become customers and fans of theirs. Please go support those guys um, because, again, it means a lot and it helps to support me. I appreciate you guys so much, and I'll talk to you on Sunday. And we're back for a quick thing, guys, real quick. Um, if you will, please, please continue to review, subscribe, comment on any platform. You guys are listening to this show like crazy from CastBox. Guys, if you're listening to me from CastBox, start writing comments. If you're watching the YouTube videos, please comment when you watch them. Uh, if you're watching on iTunes, please leave a review. If you're listening on SoundCloud, give it a like. Actually hit the download button. All that kind of stuff helps us. Please, 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 please. You guys are doing great. Uh, this thing is growing like crazy, but let's keep the push going. Love you guys.